War has come to Kryn, a war building for centuries as dragons and gods drift into myth and legend. This is the war that will bring an end to it all, or restore what was lost for good. Welcome to Dragonlands, the Thorns of War. My name is Jet, and I'm playing Saria, and Saria is a high elf wizard. I'm Doug. I'm a human rogue by the name of Zara Harkonnen. I'm Esther, and I play Rowena Rotherwood, ranger. I'm Jim's friend. I'm playing a cleric named Jempleton. Hello, my name is Atropos, and I am playing Griffith Lager, Salamnic Knight of the Soul. Tim will be like scattering the contents of her pouches like everywhere and Melon is like circling her head and you see like a gavel being put on the table and uh, and then finally like a group of keys and she kind of shifts through the keys and she goes, here it is, it found it. What is that a key to? Well, to the shop. It's a really good shop. I like what shops. What shop is it? It's kind of just like an everything shop. Do they have crossbow? I need a hand crossbow. Maybe. I'm down. Um, if y'all do follow Tim, she uh, she will take you uh, over back over toward uh, toward the um, the docks. And um, while we're walking through the city, I am uh, trying my anyone... best to finish this adventure tonight. <laughs> and Jimbledon <laughs> will is not going to let me. <laughs> Who go, looks go, like go a refugee? Mm-hmm. Uh, then I'll, I'll hand them a piece of bread and, and let them know, oh, there's rooms in the castle for, for you. Oh, nice, yeah. <laughs> Until I run out of bread. Cool. All right, that, yeah, and the, the, that So if that's like that two pieces, oh, that's all I got. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Coming across, uh, you know, going through the towns, you run across, uh, you run across a, uh, a shop. It's uh, an apothecary shop. With Wyhan's name on it, Wyhan's apothecary. I will pay the shop a visit. the The shop is neatly ordered. It is, uh, it is very, very, um, very organized. The labels are clearly printed in uh, in nice writing. the um, The woman, the woman behind the counter, is studying old books she's got short black hair in her even 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 with the black robes all of her all of her clothing is is black she um uh she she looks up kind of disinterestedly and um and says um ah welcome is there anything that i can find for you is there anyone else in this shop? Any other patrons? No. Um, in that case, I will take the scroll out and just, you know, kind of walk up to the counter and I won't say anything. I will just place it um, on the counter um, where she can see it. She uh, she doesn't even break the seal at first. She just kind of smirks. Says, um, 
So it's that time, is it? Yes, it is. Are you ready? I honestly don't know. I hope so. Why Why do you think that you're worthy of using magic? I have been studying magic my whole life. Hmm. That didn't answer the question, though, did it? Anyone can study a book. But why you? I like to think I'm smart and, you know, that I have... Um, well, I guess I don't know. I like I like to think that I can do good things with it. Hmm. I don't know. You know the test has killed many, right? You're risking your life on an I don't know? I'm fairly confident that I'll be able to pass your test. Oh, I very now, nearly died just days ago. <laughs> um, and saved an entire village of people. Hmm. So is that what you plan to do with your magic, then? Well, I've heard some really disturbing rumors. And I think that, unfortunately, I may be placed in this situation more than once in the future of having to rescue people. Well, with all that power, there's plenty of time that we could be rescuing people. There's plenty of time that we could be gathering power to ourselves. Is that what you did? Oh, I think my robes speak for themselves. Tell me, if you were to lose your magic, what would you do? Well, die. Likely. As that's the only way that I will lose my magic after today. <laughs> do you serve the magic, or does the magic serve you? I used to think that I'm in control, although I hear what you're saying. I'm curious. So before, well... Assuming that you survive, one of the moons will declare you as, as her own. Yes. Before the test, we are, we are able to call upon all the moons. But I have found, and I have found, and this is just me speaking. I have mm -hmm. found that before the test, you already start to feel a connection to one of them. Have you? I have. I feel a particular connection to Lunatari. Well... Excellent. Anything you would like to do before it's time? The only thing that I will do is I will go ahead and cast Mage Armor. Um, but once I do that, then I am ready. All right. She um, she grins and says, um, well, may Lunatari be with you then. And as she, out, she stretches out her hand, the... Um, uh, there's there's like a, a stirring of wind in the uh, in the room, and you see uh, starting to appear in glow like in glowing runes on the ground that you've been standing in the middle of a teleportation circle. And before you can react, you are gone. You stand as my We're loading, is, loading screen. It's not loading, loading screen. at all. <laughs> <laughs> this is not going to work. <laughs> we have a loading screen, everybody. <laughs> as I teleport into the next uh, area. Roll nature or history, either one. I will roll history. Ooh, 10. Before you, you see a forest, and it is a dark forest. Forest. There, 
the bl- uh, the the branches here are blackened and they intertwine and they block out the light above you. Um, you can uh, there is no uh, you know nothing getting through. Uh, no light of the moons nor the sun. The only way you can see is through the uh, the different um, magical floating lights that dot the path and, and, and float around you. It's, it's, it's like permanent fairy fire in these woods, just kind of these, um, these strange arcane lights that are throwing shadows everywhere out of the corner of your eye. As you're seeing these purples and greens pass by, you seem to catch the glimpse of red eyes looking at you from the shadows. You turn and it's gone. There's a thick fog on the ground that just lingers there, and you see it curling around you. This place smells and tastes of death. You know that there are dangers ahead, but you also know the path forward. You can also run and end the session here, and that'd be fine. Mm -hmm. Everybody Mm -hmm. would be Mm -hmm. just... I've been pumping this up for (laughs) weeks. (laughs) And I just beat and switch everyone. Renegades (laughs) for me. (laughs) Um, So when you say... Like it's a very clear like pathway through the trees. That's like obvious. It's it's obvious to you, and you can't really figure out why, except that there there's something arcane at work here. Like it's not okay. it's not like a cut path that's mowed, but you know the way. Okay, I will follow the path, quote unquote path, and um, but I just want to make sure that I'm kind of. Um, I'm trying to stay alert and, you know, look around as I'm walking. Yeah. All right. Um, roll, uh, roll perception then. Um, huh, nine. We're starting strong. Yeah. Uh, this is looking great. Okay. Um, the fourth floor is damp, uh, and the path is just covered with the, the, like the fallen brown leaves that are there. As you look behind you, you see that your way out is gone. The forest is closed in behind you. And there's only forward now. You walk for hours. And the rustling of trees around you keeps you on edge the whole time. As you approach a bend, you hear groans and whispers fill the air, brushing past your face and ears. When you look out for the source of the eerie sounds, you're... Attention is drawn to a ghostly hand that extends from the shadows of the, off the path. The skeletal fingers curl, beckoning you toward it. Um, it's off my path, or do off I have path. a sense that my path leads to the hand? No, no, you can uh, uh, you, you can go past it and, and remain on the path. Um, I'm going to go past it. I'm going to keep walking and see. Um, but like as I pass it, I. I want to like look back and see if it like follows me or if it reacts to me, not, you know, go Mm -hmm. like following it off the path. As you look back, the hand is gone. The groaning is gone. And all that's left is the, the breeze and the rustling shaking off the chill of the dead. You continue walking down the trail. The the trees begin to part unfurling to reveal a clearing bathed in moonlight you do note that even though the moons were not full when you left, 
they are all three full today and uh you you realize that you are in you are in a magical place a group of small fairies clothed in splashes of glittering dew and bright flowers dance in merriment feet stomping along the edge of a strange symbol carved into the ground the fae creatures join their voices in song a childlike rhythm flowing through the air four hopeful mages into the wood three got scared by ghosts two enter the foreboding tower and one dies with only vain hopes the fairies all giggle and cackle their heads turn at once at it and all look at you just suddenly here comes one of the hopeful mages says one of the fairies how long do you think she'll last said another poor thing going to her, to her death and doom the third chimed in if she's smart she'll turn around the fourth declares but she could survive if they eat this the, the last one says and with a wave of, of her hand reveal a piece of fluffy white bread fresh and sweet they stop dancing the symbol on the ground flickers with a glowing light you feel a powerful hum of arcane energy emanating from it <laughs> you are in disney world yes <laughs> i'm in disney world mm -hmm. <laughs> um thresh says how high is this sorcery <laughs> <laughs> pretty high this is thrash's kind of joy <laughs> pretty high we we are basically in wonderland um what does saria know about the fae um roll nature 22 uh 22 so yeah they're um they're not necessarily good nor evil. They're playful, uh, these sorts of fairies. And, and so um, uh, you, you don't get an idea based on their nature whether they're lying to you or not. They could be playing a okay. trick or they could be giving you a clue. It depends on how the whim strikes them. Okay. And, and the symbol and, on the ground. Yeah. And, and, like, and, and you can go inspect either one. And I can tell you more. Um, you don't have to choose one or the other at this point. But did you want to go check out the symbol? Yeah, I want to go check out the symbol on the ground. Okay. Um, so kind of kind of ignoring the fairies for just a second, you uh, you walked hard the symbol carved in the ground. Uh, the sigil is a circle that frames five intertwining lines. The intersection marked by. Uh, ancient ruins the fairies dance their footsteps mar and desecrate the uh the carving and the symbols pulse dark red with each motion uh do arcana or religion either one and you're looking for a 10 and i have an 18 18 okay you recognize this symbol as a sign of power belonging to, to tachesis the queen of darkness goddess of evil dragons and domination the wild dance of the fairies is not just frivolous whimsy. The dance is fey magic that weakens the unholy power of the symbol, leeching away Tachesis' mark on this region of Wayreth Forest. As you're about to, uh, about to step away, you hear, Please, adventurer, I need your help. Please stop these terrible creatures from destroying my symbol. I will be able to help you in the test. Wait. Wait, I recognize you. You were with that Zarath fellow, weren't you? 
I ignore the voice and I walk over to one of the fae that was holding out. You said it was a piece of bread? Yeah. Um, I will walk over to that fae and I will say, what is your name? Uh, and she goes, and she goes, oh, come now, come down. No, we don't have time for this. Eat the bread. You see what power is in this, in this forest. Come, 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 eat up, eat up. The stuffy headed mages won't let you take your, uh, take our grift into your test. You have to eat it now if you want our help. Okay. Um, I am going to trust you and I will, I'll take it and I'll like kind of sniff it. Does it like smell weird? <laughs> It's really, it, it's, uh, it, it's, it's very sweet. It's got very much, um, it's got very much a honey flavor to it. If this bread were made in Europe, they wouldn't allow it to be advertised as bread. It would have to be a pastry because of the sugar content. And got it. <laughs> it, it smells really good. All right. Um, I, I will take a bite of it. Okay. You accept the offering, taking a bite of the bread. It's impossibly light, dissolving onto your tongue immediately before you can even chew or swallow. As it goes down your throat, you feel lighter. A warm, tingling sensation watches, washes through every inch of you. Strength returns to tired limbs, and your eyes see with new clarities. The fairies all cheer. They go, yay! And uh, the the one who offered you the bread pats you on the cheek, the twinkle in her eye shifting to an all-knowing gaze. We'll see you soon, she whispers sweetly, giving you a wink. And in a blink of the eye, the, the clearing vanishes, along with the fairies and the mysterious symbols. Before you stand the imposing gold and silver gates. The Tower of Weyrith looms over your head. Let me write down... Oh, you're writing things down. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, are the I'll gates you, open? I'll tell you, like the the setup of this is is really quite clever. Like um, your experience, uh, your experiences early on will pick the path you go on through oh, the test. Okay, okay. It's so really I've, I've cool. already doomed myself. I see. <laughs> and um, you, and you're dead. And I just <laughs> immediately die. I just choke <laughs> on this bread and. <laughs> Um, are the gates open? Can I walk through the gates? Um, yeah. So, like the uh, uh, the as you as you step forward, the, the the polished silver and gold arches loom above you. The gates twisted metal, uh, uh, metal twisting and ornate powers that reflect the ethereal moonlight. You see the courtyard of dust and stone through the bars, overgrown weeds creeping through the cracks and crevices. There's no one in sight. You feel like somebody's watching you. Just before you. You, you step to the gate, they swing open, allowing you to step into the courtyard beyond. Um, you know that this is, uh, this is your last step before it's too late to turn back. I am not going to turn back. I am, though, going to ask how long it took me to make it this far. Oh. Um, Just for mage armor purposes. <laughs> I get eight uh, hours of mage armor. It took you about three hours. Okay. No, I will keep going. Okay. Your footsteps echo through the stone, against the stone, leaving imprints in the dust. The feeling of being watched intensified and sensation prickling up your back. You turn around quickly. Right before your eyes stands a nervous half-elven wo- woman wringing her hands 
ratty appearance, uh, apprentice robes wrapped over her mousy form. Um, hello, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry I startled you. I was just, her words kind of trip over each other in their quickness. Uh, and she's clearly just very, very anxious. I've been waiting here for a while to take my test, and I was starting to think that I was the only one here. I was beginning to doubt if I was even in the right place. But but then you showed up, and maybe maybe you too are a mage here to take. And she takes a deep breath, her voice lowering. The test of high sorcery. Does the test frighten you that much? Uh, and, and she kind of looks over your robes. She's like, "Oh, of course you're here to take the test. Why would else would you be here?" I, I, I'm well. I'm, I'm, I'm Carrion. It, 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 it's nice to meet you, but, I, uh, yeah, it's like the force was scarier than I thought, and, and like everybody told me that I might die in the test, and I'm just, I'm worried that I'm gonna fail. I, or, or maybe I, maybe I said the wrong thing to one of the mages, and like I got, you know, I got something on my, um, on my scroll that was bad. I opened the scroll. Did you open your scroll? I didn't. I was told oh not to gosh. open my scroll. Oh. I'm a rule follower. Oh, okay. Well, so like everything I have ever done is written on the scroll. And the last thing is like in bold letters, it says she opened the scroll. And I was like, oh no, I, I just completely messed up. <laughs> Sorry, I ramble a lot when I'm nervous. I'm just uh, uncertain about what's in the tower you know i get i get i get i get i get nervous well they wouldn't let you take the test if they didn't think that you were up for it i mean whether you make it out or not is is up to you now you are the one that's in control of whether or not you pass this test you're in the really? same test i am and i didn't look at my scroll <laughs> See, so. see, oh, see, you, you clearly know what you're doing. I'm only testing, taking the test because magic is the only thing I'm okay at. And because my parents and grandparents were mages too. Do you understand the pressure of when I got a B minus in my potions class? Oh, why are you so wow. confident? Tell, tell me why that, I mean, what, what is, oh. what is, what is it that motivates you? Oh, I just, um, I mean, like I told you, no one is in control of what I do but me. And so I know that I am in control of whether I die or not based on my actions. And I have enough confidence in myself that I, I wouldn't I wouldn't have agreed to take the test if I didn't think that, that I was going to make it out. You know, you can still turn back. You can't. No one can force you to be somebody that you're not. She turns around and the gates just like dramatically close well <laughs> uh -oh. <laughs> i um i have to say i'm surprised that you that you came this far being this uncertain of your abilities well i i i know like i i'm i'm okay like i'm 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 pretty decent like i'm just i think i'm just nervous i think I don't know. Well, sometimes nerves can be helpful. You just have to draw on that. Um, and you'll be fine. You'll be fine. Hmm. So you're, I don't, I don't see very many elves. I mean, except my dad, but there's like, are you from? Qualanos. Where did we say I was from? Qualanos. 
You're calling Esty. <laughs> okay, then yes. Yes. That is um, where I grew up. Uh, why did you leave? I was searching for new experiences. Mm. Well, that's that's neat. Um, the tower, uh, uh, you know, in, in the middle of this courtyard, the door opens up and two red-robed wizards come out their eyes keen but they're silent uh, they're silent as they as they look uh, look at you and um Kyrian says i guess we go in now your guess is as good as mine I but guess, i yeah. suppose so um they they just watch you as you enter and you enter you enter into this hall where there's a lot of would-be mages there um they're assembled uh in you know in this room some of them are sitting uh in quiet meditation other you know some are like going through their spell their spell books others are chatting and gossiping there's an, a human man there who uh uh wearing wearing a nice apprentice robe and looks over at Kyrian and snickers to his three companions um Kyrian bows her head uh looking away as the man swaggers over to the two of you I can't believe they let you in here. I guess that anybody can take the test. That's how long, how long did it take you, Carrie, and to, to actually start casting higher level spells? Little mice who don't know what uh, what they're doing should go home and hide in their little holes. The test of sorcery is for real magic users. You'll be rich to rip the shreds in there. I don't think that... I, I, I don't think she can go now. You probably shouldn't scare her. No, I don't. I don't think they'll let her out. Look, I'm just trying to look out for. Her. She's she's not going to make it. Well, regardless, I don't think she can just stay here forever. So, um, well, let's find out. Carrie, what do you think? Should we ask the red wizards here if you can go? And Carrie's like, I don't know. And she kind of looks at you. You're asking me? Listen, I don't know you. I just met you. But I think that if you're doing this because somebody else has expectations placed on you, then maybe you should reconsider. But if you really want to be a wizard, I think that you should go through with it. But I don't know you. You have to make that decision for yourself and you have to think about whether or not this is your decision or your parents. That's all I'm saying. Uh, make a, uh, make a persuasion check. Okay. This is a tough oh, one. It's going to be 16. Uh, no. I'm guessing three. by that, ooh, ooh a three. Yeah. <laughs> the, 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 the man, uh, the man laughs and, uh, Kyrian kind of hangs her head and, and, uh, he's like, uh, I don't know you, but I'm, I wouldn't be too confident about the test if I were you. Maybe you should go talk That's to the red robes. Are you talking to me? Rude. I, go sit down uh, with your friends. Uh, yeah, you, you see as uh, as a couple of the, the red robe wizards kind of step forward, sensing that there might be trouble. And uh, Kyrian grabs your hand and and pulls you uh, pulls you into uh, into the dining room. Uh, the dining room features a blazing hearth at the center uh, at a center the long table uh, sits surrounded by several chairs there are just enough seats for each test taker present 
Supper is hot and fresh with plenty for each mage to have their fill. While much of the large spread of food you're familiar with, there are stranger di dishes entirely foreign to you. While the good meal is, uh, meal is refreshing, drinks uh, good. While the good meal and refreshing drinks are comforting in some ways, <laughs> the tension of the air is still palatable. Is are there other people in here? Yeah, everybody. Everybody's making that makes their way in here to. Oh, to okay. Eat. Uh, yeah, I'll sit down. But before I actually like eat anything, I want to like kind of make sure. I, I want to see. Like, I don't want to be the first one to like start eating. And I also want to see if there's any way I can just do like I don't know what kind of check if it would be like Arcana or whatever to, just to make sure that it's like not gonna do anything to me. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Arcana check. Wow, that's a nat one for an eight. Uh, so the nat one is one of the uh, one of the wizards comes and leans over to you and goes, um, "Sorry, the test hasn't started yet. It's okay." And everybody okay. around you kind of chuckles Thank at you. you. <laughs> um, but yeah, like uh, other people are eating, and um, so like, are you going to go with something familiar? So they have elfish food here that you're very familiar with. Um, you know, stuff from Abyssinia in uh, in here all the way up. And, and a lot of stuff that's completely unfamiliar. They have pizza. So I want to the meat lovers. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to try to take little tiny um, samples of like um, all of the more unfamiliar things, just to kind of like try um, to just kind of like see if I can just get a taste of different things, just to kind of mm -hmm. like yeah, just be hey, adventurous you know about it. Take uh, do a nature roll. Okay. This is this is just bonus. This is this roll is bonus. Bonus roll. I got a fourteen. Fourteen. Okay. So there are several dishes in there that 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 you're thinking is like, okay, if we are able to rebuild the the inn, I can make that. I know what's in that. And so <laughs> you're you're going to be able to greatly expand the menu offerings. Um. At the, at I'm the... taking mental notes <laughs> of all the things I think that our customers will love. Meanwhile, back in Kalaman, you arrive at like this like really dingy looking place and in sprawling handwriting, just like on the wall, you see painted the words uh, Mulara. There's no windows to it. Tim will go, here it is. And she'll put the key in and twist it and open it up and like and like the cloud of dust like from the from the door as it opens. But she she happily goes inside and you see just this dusty dusty place with all these tables sitting out and just a lot of trinkets and junk here. And Tim, uh, uh, Tim comes in. It's like you know, here it is. We made it. And she starts pulling out her pouches and she like puts down the gavel on the table, but she grabs three more things and throws them in the pouch. And then she'll put a couple more things out and she'll go, y'all can trade too. Is this no, just actually yeah, your shop, Tim? Oh no, this is Mulara's. Tim. And this is Mulara. Mulara was a great traveler and kinder and just wonderful person who lived uh, I think about a hundred years ago and wandered all over the place and she made the shop. 
Um, it's for trading. Sure. Do we do we know that Sari is gone, or did that kind of happen? Do we see her go into that apothecary? Uh, you may have, if you want. Or the uh, sorry, did you tell well, them you were leaving, or did you just wander off? No, no, <laughs> I just. What, like, and I didn't even, like, I wouldn't have, like, tried to necessarily be sneaky about it. I would have just passed. Yeah. I would have noticed that that's where I needed to go and just went without bothering to say anything to anybody. Well, we, have we been kind of sticking together as a group? Yeah. Since. So, yeah, you've probably noticed so by now. We would know, like, hey, where's Saria? So I'm going to look around for her. I'm going to like, this is a great place. Okay. Probably things in here that. Sorry, it might be able to use. Where, where did she go, by the way? Roll investigation. All right. <clears throat> Set a skill. Yes. Investigate your character oh, sheet. Seven. Okay. Yeah, you um you find a, a lot of of just kind of junk. The one cool thing that you do find is you find this flag. That's like black, and then you like you hold it up, and you see it that it's a pirate's flag, and you think that's pretty awesome. <laughs> that's just awesome. <laughs> a pirate's life for me. I want to fold it up and put it in my pocket. I guess get, get like Tim. Do we take this stuff? I mean, is, is that what y'all do? I know y'all are thiefy people, but uh, thiefy. What do you mean? We can just take it. Yeah. Well, you know, take what's not yours, and it's all good. Ah, Zerath, nothing belongs to anybody. It's like yes, this, I it's, actually it's like this hold of that motto too. It's like this throwing <laughs> dagger. You've been carrying this for days, but it's not yours. Oh wait, wait a second. <laughs> That's mine. <laughs> I'll change you this pirate flag back for it. Okay, <laughs> she'll hand it to you. <laughs> I'm gonna hand the pirate flag over to Tim. <laughs> Tim puts it on like a cape like... and <laughs> proceeds to wear <laughs> nice. it. I hope she continues to wear it like moving forward. Like it's a new piece of gear. Right. <laughs> totally <laughs> appropriate. Do I see any uh, religious uh, trinkets? Uh, go ahead and roll investigation. Or anything that's like obviously religious. <laughs> By the way, Tim is so short that dre- that that flag is dragging the ground, <laughs> yes. you know? Full Darth Vader style. Uh, I rolled a two. <laughs> okay. Um, you know what? Let's roll, uh, roll a D100. Let me get... 64. Okay. Okay, 64. You find... Um, an obsidian candlestick. Nice. Nice. And I and I think this is a, a religious item. It could be. Okay, it's so clo- I think it's the closest it is. thing gonna, that you can find that is yeah. religious. Certainly, I could use it for religious ceremonies. Right. Uh, so I'll take it. Yeah. Uh, Rowena, do you want to <laughs> search around? Sure. <clears throat> what What should I roll? Uh, just an uh, investigation first. That was wrong. Eight. <laughs> this is going to be a very oh, short goodness, adventure, guys. guys. All right, D20. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, D100. <laughs> D100, okay. Well, I didn't roll D100. 35. 
35, you um you find a six-sided die crafted in solid glass. Oh. <laughs> this is cool. Do we have to trade for it, Tim? Or just take it? Whatever you want. Uh, I'm going to put my alms box down. Oh, cool. Okay. Um, I would like to look around, but specifically for just like a sword or something in reasonable condition. Okay. Uh, any kind of weapons or... Oh, wow. That was a natural one. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Good thing this isn't a combat. Uh... I win, guys. <laughs> You um, beat that. You get you, you you find this backpack and and uh, and it looks pretty hefty and there's something inside. So you you grab it to kind of investigate and and there's this like a long sl- slim metal rod that's sticking out the top. And as you as you grab it, you hear a and I'm poisoned again. No, 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 no. <laughs> No. <laughs> Wait, is that a rain stick? No. <laughs> I would say it's static, but you don't know what a static is. Oh, it's... okay, okay, okay. All right. <laughs> uh, I love the rain sticks as a kid. I guess I'll examine it closer. Okay, yeah. So Touch this it. this backpack is like it's, you know, you kind of open it up and there's all sorts of like, you know, metal contraptions and wiring inside. And there's, uh, uh, there's this, this one device that's kind of on, on, uh, uh, you know, has, has a wire connected to the main thing. And that's the thing that's buzzing at you. And as you're kind of looking, as you're kind of holding it up and looking at it, you hear a voice of a gnome coming through it. Jen, what does this voice say? Mayday, 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 mayday. We, um, um, I need help. Um, uh, I, I'm, at, I'm at the workshop. It's like a really cool name. Um, it's a trinket shop. It's really cool. I'm, I'm kind of working on like what I want the name to be, but like I'm, I'm kind of focused on like maybe like tats, tricks, and trinkets. Do you think that sounds cool? But anyway, it's under attack, and I've been, I've been doing okay. I've been doing okay, but I think I need help. It sounds like she's on meth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I caught very little. <laughs> and, and by the way, th- in Crin, this is the way. In Crin, this is the way gnomes no, talk. <laughs> no, I, I, I understood the first part. I heard the mayday. Where, where are you? Are you coming? How far away are you? Can you get how quick get here? Jimbledon, please talk to this person. <laughs> I think this is really cool. It's like a backpack that talks to you. Hello. Jimpleton, make it sing a song. Um, Let's see. When I'm told to make it sing a song, (laughs) um, I'm going to use thaumaturgy. Let's see. You create an instantaneous sound that originates from a point of your choice within range, such as the rumble of thunder, the cry of Bubba. Uh, so the the sound that's going to originate from this backpack is a, a song, and it's the only song that I know, which is the ABCs. <laughs> <laughs> I want to 
can't break your code. I'm not from here originally, so if this is some kind of code, I'm sorry, I'm not going to be able to understand you. Can you speak? Can you can you speak common, please? Whoa. I'm going to take it and turn to Tim and say, Tim, it sounds like this person is speaking your like. Can you understand them? <laughs> um. Uh, hello, backpack. Oh, 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 yes, Who is this? Hi, my name is Tim. What is your name? Tim, my name is Tatina. Tatina, T-A-T-I-N-A, Rookledust. How are you doing? Can you help, please? Sure, sure. Do I have to climb into the backpack? No, 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 no. Come to my shop, come to my shop. Okay, where's your shop? It'd be like south of town. Uh, where are you at right now? Where are you at right now? Um, so you go, you go, you go down the hall, take a left, take a left, take a left, take a left, then a right, then a right, then a right, then a left, and this should be there. <laughs> Not in the shop. It's de- like south of town. <laughs> okay, it's like south of town. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> the backpack wants us to go south of town. But what's attacking their... What's so attacking your backpack? Goblins, goblins. There's lots of them. There's one, two, three, four, five, six. I can't count. I've, I've lost count. There's so many, so many. I've been I've been trying so, so hard, and I've been doing okay, but I really... Oh, can you be here? What's up? Do we all hear this? Yeah. Okay. Goblins. I'm going to start praying. Inside Calamon? It's inside a backpack. And and Tim will like close the top of it and like click it. (laughs) I I trapped him. (laughs) Good job. Good job, Tim. (laughs) Tim levels up. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But the backpack says it's south of town. Maybe we should go there. Okay, let's go. I'm ready. I'm gonna. Um, you can't oh, help around. You're the one gonna take for you to get here. I thought we closed the backpack. <laughs> <laughs> no, the thing. This thing is still out. It's it's a little like walkie-talkie thing. Wow. I want to follow this voice, but at the same time, I really feel sketched out by it. <laughs> um, Tim, oh, Tim is going to... Goblins is alarming. Tim, goblins are... Uh, Tim will head outside Have the shop. Have I ever and... heard of anything like this? Goblins? Yes. No, the... No. A talking uh, backpack. No. You're kind of wondering if it's a magical item. Uh, but it doesn't sound particularly mm. magical. There's so much static and stuff. And uh, has uh, Griffith ever contacted a gnome before? Oh, y'all, y'all have experienced have. gnomes. Yes. Yeah. So gnomes and Kryn okay. are typically tinker gnomes, and they okay. talk really fast and they invent machines that work sometimes. Okay. Well, they're saying goblins. At the very least, I suppose we should investigate with some haste. Yeah. Didn't we just get away from them? I don't think we want them here as well. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, so as, you, as you exit the shop, Tim will lock it up, and then and then she'll kind of look at the key and smile, and then throw it down the street, and say, "What? What? Tim? Mm-hmm. Why did you do that? What? I'm done. Go get that key. No, I'm done. Oh, wait, that's the shop. Yeah, the shop key. Look." <laughs> The only way to get into Mularas is if you find a key. If I need to get back, I'll find another one. There's okay. like thousands. This of is them. your. You this is your people. Brain folk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then I'll start running towards the 
We're fast walking towards the south end of town. Okay. And back over in Weyra. Eventually, dinner comes and goes. Uh, and before long, you're escorted to your individual chamber. The guest chamber is surprisingly elegant. Pleasing herbal and citrus scents fill the room, mixed with the odor of old parchment and a hint of nutmeg. Moonlight spills through the the large green stain, uh, stained glass window near a luxurious four-post bed, fusing the, the room with an ethereal glow. A uh, small uh, hearth stays lit with magical fire that keeps the room warm, even on cold nights. And there's a clawfoot bathtub that has been drawn with steaming hot water. The simple bookshelf rests on the right uh, gray stone wall, stuffed with books of every shape and size. Between the bookshelf uh, and the bed sits a round obsidian study table with a single wooden chair. Dozens of names have been carved in the underside of the table. Uh, hmm. A couple of them are Nalib Kortki, Gadrella of Tarsus, uh, Karal Balderch Chulzork, and Ronald Gre uh, Greeley. The only other object is an inert scrying orb held within a platinum base that resembles a dragon's claw. Tonight is your last before the test, and time is short. Spend it wisely. You can take a rest, copy or prepare spells, pursue other basic activities, enjoy some of the room's luxuries, or investigate intriguing items. So you can do two things in this room. You can take a nap, you can do a bubble bath, you can examine the orb, you can investigate the bookshelf. If I carve my name in the bottom of the desk, does that count That's as one of my two no, things? No, no, no. That's fine. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'm doing that first. Uh, Saria was here. W-U-Z. Um, I would like to... What were my options? Investigate the books, investigate the orb, take a bubble bath. <laughs> take a nap. Take a nap. Um... I would like to investigate the books. Okay. The imposing wooden bookshelf uh, fills the entire length of the chamber on one side. An old ladder leans against the far corner, several of the lower rungs splintered from use. Motes of dust dance slightly off the shelves, glowing in the nearby firelight. Every shelf is crammed with heavy leather-bound books. Stacks of parchment tubes, slender journals untitled volumes there is uh wilk says um a giant octagonal book as well uh nice <laughs> there's uh some titles uh a history of the second dragon war rising a sorceress child safely 101 delicious recipe for dwarven guests drowning in the river of time the unpredictable danger of chrononancy uh, and a tatter brochure uh titled so you want to be a hero that advertised far, far off academy for prosperous adventures. Um, if you want, you can you can look for a, a book about the test. You can look for forgotten spell book. You can look for something obscure. I'm particularly interested to see if there are spell books. Yeah. Okay. All right. Wedged beneath a thick cookbook, titled 
uh, Cannibal's Guide to Health and Happiness, you find something even more expected, a ratty covered tome with no title that falls uh, uh, that nearly falls apart in your hands. Inside the front cover, a message has been scrawled in sloppy ink. Welcome to the Community Spell Library. Us novice mages got to stick together. Take one scroll, one scroll, and hide this tome somewhere. Uh, 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 somewhere those old coots would never look for it. Use it during your test. Okay. If you survive, be a friend and put a fresh scroll back inside for the next poor slob that goes comes along. Sincerely, good luck, Nalib C. And uh, some loose spell scrolls spill over the table. Some of them quite old. And um, you can, there's a, a, you can get Comprehend Languages, Dark Vision, Identify, Knock, Mirror Image, Protection from Good and Evil, Ray of Enfeeblement. Look and see what we already have. I have some of those already. What does Ray of Enfeeblement do? Take that one. Brave enfeeblement? Yeah, I'll take that one. Okay. All right. Um, yeah, nice. Okay. Add that to your inventory. Okay. Do you um want to take another? I'm only I'm a rule follower. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm gonna just All take right. one. What else would you like to do? <laughs> So I have a question. If I choose, I'm not saying I'm choosing to take a nap, but if I did, so what I'm wanting is to basically be able to recast Mage Armor without having to to do a second spell slot. So if I like take a nap and then recast it, would that just be like a wash? Would I get my spell slot back? Is that? I guess what I'm asking is, is it a long rest? Um, you will you will be able to take a long rest before the spell stop uh, starts. I mean, the, the test starts. I wouldn't worry about it right now. Oh, don't worry about it right now. Okay. Yeah, it's the, the, um, yeah, the, the, the test isn't. So today. don't be concerned with that. Okay. That being the case, I want to investigate the orb. That's what the, the meme says. Ponder the orb. Ponder the orb. I was going to say, I think that was from a Dragonlance book, but that's actually from a Merp book. If y'all have seen that meme of the wizard pondering the orb. I did Anyways. not. Oh, okay. <laughs> Chat, come on, help me out here. <laughs> When you investigate the orb further, when you ponder the orb further, its mm. dim interior begins to glow with a pale blue light. The glass sphere rattles within its dragon claw base. Shapes begin to form within the orb, half shrouded in mist. You observe a ship sailing in the monstrous lightning storm. The vision shifts after a few moments, revealing the dark red door etched with glowing arcane runes. Then the image changes again, showing a tall, crumbling tombstone behind which stands a shadowy figure with an outstretched arm. At last, the light within the orb dims until it is merely a pale flicker. If um, if you want to use the orb, you can use our, do an arcana check. Uh, so there was a red a door and a shadowy figure? Yeah, there are several images that we'll explore uh, if, okay. if you're able to use it. Yeah, I will, I'll, I'll, I'll give an arcana check. Okay. Uh, 17. 17. Okay. 17. You can focus on one of the images that you saw. So you saw a vision of a ship. You saw mm. a vision of a large door with arcane runes. You saw a vision of a tombstone and a shadowy figure. Uh, oh, that's it. Those three. Um, I would like to focus on the red door. 
You saw a red doorway and you want to paint it black. That is that is correct. The swirling mist inside the orb dissipates, revealing a vision of one possible future. You witness yourself in the vision, standing in a narrow bone littered dungeon corridor. Before you is a large door made from crimson metal, etched with strange runes that fill a hallway with a cold white light. At waist height, uh, on the door is a hand-shaped hole. You watch yourself turn from the door and pick up a skeletal hand from the ground, then stick it through the hole in the door. The hole suddenly closes around the skeletal hand, trapping it in the door. After a few seconds, the door opens inward. You don't wait to see what is on the other side, though. You immediately turn and run all the way down, uh, all the way toward the dead end on the other side of the hall. A moment later. Which I don't go through the door? You don't go through the door. Okay. A moment later, okay. mist clouds the inside of the orb. Its light dims and then goes out entirely. Okay. Interesting. Right. Yeah. Okay. So let's see. As you're pondering the orb, as you do, your private time becomes suddenly interrupted by three loud knocks on the chamber door without warning the door flies open and three mages of high sorcery sweep into the room each one wearing different color robes roll me history that would be a sloppy joe sloppy joe (laughs) the black robed mage you know is ladonna she's the head of the order of, of black robes she is she was she's been long admired both in her youth and in her later life and refused to use um, magic to alter her appearance or hide her age and yet she seems to have kept a timeless beauty she's a striking woman with iron gray hair that she wears in intricate braids she's about five feet tall She's always uh, that she's she's garbed in these just extravagant black robes that are inlaid with silver runes for protection, and she wears many jewels on her on on her fingers around her neck, and uh, everywhere she uh, and, and you can tell just by looking at them that these are uh, just magnificent pieces. The red robe wizard limps in to the room, heavily favoring one leg. Despite that, he's well-built and athletic man, nearly six feet tall, brown eyes and uh, brown hair and dark eyes. You know that this is Justarius, who has not been the leader of the Reds for very long. His left leg was crushed in his own test. A reminder to you that what happens tomorrow could be very dire for you. He's known for his wisdom in, in, in his open dealings with people. He is highly regarded by people of all orders. The ancient man in white robes is Parsalion, the longtime leader of the tower. He's an elderly man now. His long white beard uh, is, uh, is down to his waist his bright blue eyes. He does not leave the Tower of Weyrath anymore and uh, stays around exclusively, but is largely considered the greatest mage living today. 
So he's Gandalf. That one's Gandalf. He's Gandalf. Yeah. Yeah, it's Gandalf. Um, the white uh, Parsalion uh, grins. Is like, I hope you found our accommodations relaxing, encouraging, well-deserved respite. The uh, Ladana grins. Is like, I hope you have not wasted what little time you might have left on mundane frivolities. Uh, Justarius says, her time is her time. How she spends it is not our concern. We are here to interview her and to craft her test. Let's waste one more time. Uh, no more of our time or her time bickering over it. Uh, he moves. Uh, uh, he moves over between the others and speaks with this calm authority as the three mages look carefully at you. The red robe mage, uh, Justarius speaks again you being here means your sponsorship to the test of high sorcery has been accepted before we continue with this interview understand that we will be using sorcery to peer into your mind and ensure that you cannot lie to us if you have protections against mind reading now is the time to remove them if you resist our magic as as is your right your time here at tower of wayreth will be at an end parsalian says simply speak the truth Nothing. Uh, be honest with us and yourself. It is essential that to the integrity of the test and your growth as a mage. Do you agree to these terms? I do. Um, Ladonna uh, puts her hands together and says, um, I'm certain you already know of the gods of magic, their realms and influence, and their corresponding moons. I would hate to overestimate you, so let us review. The White Moon's name? Solinari. God of magic used patiently and compassionately to create a better world. Better by whose standards, one wonders? At least I do. The Red One. Lunatari. Goddess of magic used to maintain balance, to unravel mysteries, to embrace personal freedom. And the Black. Nuatari. God of magic used to pursue personal ambition. Wealth, influence, revenge. I wonder what you would use it for. The red robe clears his throat, taps a finger against an, an ambulance around his neck. Um, Parsalion purses his lips tightly, but doesn't say anything. Um, and Ladonna continues. White, red, and black. Three gods of magic, three orders of high sorcery, who, as much as we bicker and disagree, work together to fur further the advancement of magecraft. Assuming you sur survive your test, which seems very unlikely, if I'm being honest, what order would you choose? Rude. Um, Lunatari. She nods and then steps backwards. The um, Justarius uh, steps forward says, of course, you cannot simply declare which order you will join. The test itself will determine which god you are best aligned with. Though your answer is certainly noted. Parsalian says, Even the greatest mages in history experience moments of imposter syndrome. If we accept them as part of who we are, fear and anxiety can be the source of strength and wisdom, an honest understanding of one's weakness and a mage's greatest strength. J uh, Justarius says, Subtlety and fortitude are also great strengths that a, a mage possesses. But which 
of those two great strengths is your weakness. Do you lack fortitude or do you lack subtlety? Do I lack fortitude or do I lack subtlety? I think I very clearly lack any kind of subtlety. Parsalian said, strength does not only come from the gods or even in ourselves, it comes from others. No maid should isolate themselves with only their books and keep, and keep them company. And you see LaDonna kind of grin at that, knowing that Parsalia never leaves a tower. <laughs> um, uh, Parsalian says, imagine that you're sailing through a storm. Dark clouds smother the moonlight. The sea rages, looking to swallow you. Your mast is shattered. Who is your anchor in your storm? My family back home, that is what I would think about to give me strength. Anyone in particular? My mother. You are a long way from Qualinost. And I yes. know that you did not come here by teleportation. You were far in, in the fact, north. In fact, I think I did come here by teleportation. Uh, let me, I should <laughs> clarify, you did not come from Qualinos by teleportation. Certainly I did not. I have always been encouraged to go find myself and go see the world. And that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to show and prove to my family that uh, I could make it on my own. Hmm. And it's troubling times. If Qualinos needs you, where will you be? Well, I'm currently traveling with a group of companions. So truly, to be honest, um, I don't know how I would react. I would probably be called home, but I can also imagine that I would be pulled elsewhere by my duties. <laughs> Rave says, I can't imagine Jen playing any character that doesn't lack subtlety. <laughs> <laughs> Accurate. LaDonna comes forth and in just suddenly and unnaturally a dark voice and her eyes start flaring uh with with just blackness covering uh, over uh over her eyes. She goes, "My turn." She uh okay. begins to chant arcane words. Her song, beautiful and dreadful all at once. It seems to come from everywhere around you in a magical darkness. When the song ends abruptly, there is only silence. And then a terrifying vision assaults your mind until you feel like your skull might be split open. You see yourself standing amidst a small, silent crowd in a graveyard. All their faces, faces are featureless, blank slates of flesh. You push toward the faceless crowd to the front of the gathering and look down at the headstone resting at the edge of a freshly dug open grave. It says, Saria was here. W-U-Z. Uh, Suddenly you hear a familiar laugh behind you. You turn and see someone new standing in the face in the front of a faceless crowd, grinning. Uh, with his uh, with uh, crossed arms. This is somebody from your past who bullied and tormented you. And that person's voice is just like you remember. Who is it? A ex-lover. Okay. Name? It's an elven name. Let me... Um, <laughs> Chat! Elven... We needed uh, some Chad. elven names. What's the name of my ex-lover? <laughs> What's like an elven variation of Wilkes? Not that Wilkes is my ex-lover. <laughs> oh my gosh, this scene's gonna go bad. 
quilt. Fuck off, my ex-lover. <laughs> Pumice is also not my ex-lover. I just feel like I have to make that clear to everyone in chat right now. Elvish Presley. Elvish Presley. Okay, my ex-lover's name is Presley. Guys, this is super serial. <laughs> Ricky, Ricky recorded. <laughs> no, I. My ex-lover's name is Presley. Okay, it is Presley. Um, Presley uh, says, "You really think you'll survive the test? You have no idea what they will do to you in there, and I'll be there too, watching from the best seat in the house." I want my laugh to be the last thing you hear when you die. Everybody starts laughing at you from the uh, from the funeral and from the surrounding woods. You start to see movement, and a pack of hyenas come and start start flanking you on all sides. You instinctively take a step back, almost slipping on the soft ground and falling into your own grave. In the middle of all this, you hear that uh, Ladonna say. Bite me. Show me you have control, that you are master of your mind, not I. And you you um, realize that you can push back the nightmare. What do you want to push back first? The hyenas, the funeral, or Presley? The hyenas, the funeral. So, just to... I'm falling backwards, like, into... No, 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 you didn't fall. You almost fell, but you didn't fall. I almost fell. Okay, so I'm just, like, still kind of, like, in this vision. Right. Okay. Um, I would like to push back against the funeral. All right. Make an intelligence saving throw. Okay. You realize you you, you realize that that this is just magic. This is an illusion. And so you are... um, uh, you know how this is constructed, and you just need to convince yourself. So DC 13. 23. Tw- You're very good at convincing. The funeral just disappears on the grave beside, and uh, you see Presley there still laughing, and the hyena is still coming out of the forest. What's next? Uh, Presley. Presley, you know that there's only one way to stand up against Presley. And you, 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 you gird yourself up and step forward toward him. Uh, and let's make a charisma saving throw. Okay. 13. I'm not great at charisma. Presley, my downfall. Um, you step into his space and he does not move. And he looks at you and just continues to laugh. And the, the image just falls away from you. And you um, you are alone in your room. The mages are gone. Although you do hear Tastarius's voice lingering behind, saying the test of high sorcery is a forge, and your soul is the metal its fire transforms. Push yourself. Challenge your beliefs. Face your demons head on. Prove to the gods what sort of mage you will become. But first, rest. Tomorrow night, it begins. Before I go to bed, I'm gonna I'm gonna carve under the desk again, and I'm I'm just gonna say F you, Presley, <laughs> to, to kind of get that out of my system, and then I'll go to bed. <laughs> Thank you.
Dragonlance, The Thorns of War is based on the adventures Dragonlance, Shadows of the Dragon Queen from Wizards of the Coast, and The Test of High Sorcery by Jonathan Fry and Kiana Shaw. We stream this game on the third Sunday of each month at twitch.tv slash technofunkboy. Theme song by the Technofunkboy featuring Blue Velvet. Thanks to Sirenscape for the amazing atmosphere and other music. Make sure you check them out at sirenscape.com to use them at your gaming table. The Thorns of War is part of the Play Well Network, where you've just been poked. Grandpa, I just can't wait to play GTA 5 online with my new PS5. Can you buy it for me for my birthday? Well, you know, when I was your age, I had all the time in the world for video games, but no money to buy new ones. That's how I was able to beat the classics, like The Legend of Zelda. Well, that's great, Grandpa. Nowadays, I I have all the money I need for games. In fact, they've never been easier and cheaper to buy. But son, your grandpa amassed an entire library of games that he's never played. And now that I'm old, I just don't have the time to play them all. Okay, Grandpa, I I think my squad's getting together, so I've got... That's why I listen to The Backlog Breakdown, a podcast about becoming a wise steward of your time while also enjoying video games. Whether it's detailing the strengths and pitfalls of specific games or encouraging you to take stock of your buying habits, The Backlog Breakdown helps me to get the most out of the games that I play. You know, uh, Christmas is still a few months away, so just forget that I They're even... also really good at being bad at brevity. Did you forget to take your meds this morning? 